While New Mexico may claim they have the singular UFO capital of the world at Roswell, another U.S. state boasts they have three UFO capitals of the world within their borders. The residents of Dundee, Elmwood, and Belleville, Wisconsin would tell you that UFOs have visited their towns in the recent past and left a long-lasting legacy. With three separate locations that hold annual festivals dedicated to UFOs and an unofficial UFO landing spot, Wisconsin is not short on UFO lore. As Wisconsin is one of the biggest producers of dairy products in the U.S., it's not surprising that one of its strangest UFO encounters involved a dairy farmer from Polk County in 1952. His encounter would make a splash in the local newspapers and even be investigated by the precursor organization of today's MUFON. This case file joined the theorists as they milk an extraterrestrial encounter of the bovine kind for all it's worth in the Bozak UFO Encounter. to Alien Theorist Theorizing Case File 247, The Bozak Alien Encounter. It's a little alien, little UFO, little bit of both. Best kind. Yeah. Best of both worlds. Best yeah, both we worlds. love best of both worlds here. <laughs> um, Who's on this podcast anyways? Oh, I'm pretty... <laughs> Bunch of fucking weirdos. That's what <laughs> yeah. I'm Zell. Uh, I'm Dan. And I'm Andrew. I know. Um, still, two hundred and forty-seven episodes in, and the intro is <laughs> never, never. Right. never. Uh, it's it's about, it but it, it's it's consistently fuck up, you know, fucked up. So that's, at this point, that's it's like a thing. nervous tick where it just it's just normal, it right? This is the baseline. You don't you don't get. If well, anything, and, we did anything different, it would be out of character. That's true. <laughs> and the strange thing is, is it's like at the second there's one hiccup, it's so out of rhythm that it's like the whole, it's a the cascading, whole show. It's cascading the whole, honestly, if you're listening to this, you might as well just skip the next one because the rhythm's off now. And this, Fucked. this is, this is, this, this one's a right one's off. off the rails off the start. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a chain reaction of failure. It's just going to get weird. Uh. Started, but, yeah. started pre show and it continues to move forward. Yeah. Well, there we go. Every word uh, we say. This one we're we're talking about uh, an interesting. Uh, dude, I love honestly one of my favorite epi- cases and stuff we look into are these one offs, man. These one offs where it's like one dude and he's just like, or one guy or gal, and he's just there, like, hey, I fucking seen it. I seen something. I don't know what it was. I'm putting it out there because I need to tell some people because this is rock my world, and that's it. I got nothing else to say. You have all the information that I have. It's a mystery. And this, this Bozak alien encounter is exactly that. It's one of these one-off um, alien encounters. Not well known, but it's just one guy, one man in one, his mysterious encounter. One opportunity. Mysterious. Yeah. <laughs> is that what I said? Yeah. Dude, that's what, I, that's what happens when you take a couple quick shots before we record. Yeah, well, you should have had a fried egg. You would have been feeling better. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted. I wanted to have a quick two fried eggs before we started, but, you know, we got to chatting uh, and it ruined that for me. Maybe on the break. Fried egg. <laughs> Just yeah, be more uh, random. 
Hey, heat up the oven. <laughs> you gonna fry egg in the oven? Eat up the stovetop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you fry your eggs, but I fry mine on the oven. I mean, technically, I mean it is on the oven. Yeah, it is on, on the, the oven. oven. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> okay, what the fuck are we talking about tonight? Like, what's happening here? Talk about the Boozek encounter, which, uh, like Brayton said, most UFO investigators would probably kind of write this off as. Uh, yeah, they it, don't it, point to this one. <laughs> this is not. This is not your uh, major case. It's not one of your Travis Waltons. It's not one of your Whitley Strebers. It's it's a very obscure UFO encounter uh, that got printed in pretty much like small town newspapers in Wisconsin in the 1970s. So but it's 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 what it, not to discredit though. The reason that I would say it's not really in the mainstream is due to the fact that some of these other cases that went widespread, you know, had a little bit more moving parts, a little bit more people involved, little couple people who seen some things or heard some things. There's some cooperating evidence where this is just seemingly a, a, someone coming forward and being like, this happened to me. I don't know if anyone cares. I, I seen it. This is it. I seen it. <laughs> I seen it. That's what it was. Yeah. I think, I think people are, are a little bit, uh, unaware of the amount of weird stories that were printed in like small town newspapers. Like I, I swear to God, if you went in and you went into like the microfiche, like if people remember like microfilm and stuff, oh yeah, go to the go to your I mean, local I've seen it in movies. Yeah, local town library, find a newspaper that's been around a while. And like, if you could find, you can find so many stories. Cause I remember we were researching one for uh, one of the, what, what was the cryptid? The three legged kangaroo uh, cryptid. And oh, oh yeah. <laughs> there is uh, the Enfield monster. The Enfield, yeah. Enfield monster. terror. The Enfield right. terror, yes. yeah. And like there was there was a string of sightings in newspapers and they're just rid up of people seeing weird creatures, weird monsters, all that kind of stuff. So it's like if you go through some of those things, yeah, you find these little one-offs, which are actually, you know, pretty good. <laughs> like that's like pretty interesting uh stuff to kind of dig into at that time. Um, well, they're they're always so interesting to me because it's it's with these ones. I mean, it's it's always just it's a he, you know, it's it's a he said or is he lying? I was gonna say yeah. he said she said, but there's no <laughs> opposing side. So like, there's only two avenues because there's not really corroborating evidence. You just have one man in the story. So you you just I love these because you look at it as could this guy be bullshitting and why? For what reasons is there is there money behind it? Is it a lie? Or uh, you look at the other, is he telling the truth? And then you go, if he's telling the truth, okay, let's then let's go into why. If this is to be believed, what the fuck did he see? Why were they here? Why were they there? Well, so, we know that we know there's no ball sack land, right? He's not trying to, you know, he's not selling ball sack books or anything like that. Yeah. Right? He doesn't have the magazine. <laughs> no. So yeah. Little ball sack Old Billy ball, Billy ball sack. Yeah. Uh, I, when you first threw that case, I read it as uh ball sack. Uh, I was like, ball sack. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, it's not ball sack. No, I would, I would have been disappointed if you didn't. So, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the first kind of um, real, I, I guess this really came into the the purview of the UFO world uh, when it was printed. The story, like the full story, was kind of printed in the uh, Aerial Phenomena Research Organization or APRO Bulletin. And if people aren't familiar with APRO, uh, it was a UFO research group that was started in 1952 uh, by two dudes from uh, Sturgeon Bay, Wisconsin. So uh, it, it went on for a couple of years and this what? is kind of, a, well, it, what? I thought it was, I thought it was, I thought it was two dudes. I thought it was uh, like a husband and wife thing. 
Jim and Coral. Oh, sorry, Corral. Corral. <laughs> Coral? 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 I, I didn't think. I, 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 I thought it was, was Cor- husband and wife too. Husband I thought it was wife? husband and wife because I oh, thought okay, we. Okay. I thought we actually talked about them before. Did we? Uh, the, yeah, and because they were they were the, like kind of. We've a, talked about them a few times. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. they're the. I think so. <laughs> I better well, they're up there. I mean, we may we may have like it's, we it's, absolutely have. We, then we have because they were Apro is the precursor to Mufon. So you know, founded by them, it pretty much like uh, this organization that was founded by them uh, eventually evolved into Mufon. Went from you know Apro to Midwo- Midwest UFO Network, and then expanded out to become the Mutual UFO Network that we know today. Everybody knows and loves today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So the story as it goes was that around 10.30 p.m. on December 2nd of 1974 uh, in Polk County, Wisconsin, 68-year-old William Bosek was returning home uh, to his dairy farm from a co-op meeting in the nearby town of Frederick. Fuck it, right off the bat, salt of the earth. (laughs) Right? Hardworking man. Yeah. Dude, dude runs yeah. a dairy farm. Yeah. How do you find anybody more honest and hardworking yeah, than a come dairy farmer? I mean, he works guys- hard for, for his money. money. So hard for his money. Um, and, you know, living out you in Wisconsin. You better milk those cows. Those cows. <laughs> Can't have cold hands. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, yeah. All you, that's all you need. Couple yep. that. Three seconds. <laughs> I've milked a cow before. That's all I did. No complaints. <laughs> Yeah. No complaints. You're natural. <laughs> right from the source, why the baby. the fucking milk was so yellow, though? I mean... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cow milk is for baby cows. It was so salty. <laughs> it was so salty. <laughs> and, okay. and, and we continue. All right. That's <laughs> <laughs> throwing us... Throwing me for a loop. Hey, everyone's got a... I made so a joke that I milked a bowl. That was the joke, Dan. Okay. Everyone's right. got a very vivid image of you. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Slurping back. You know the milk mustache? <laughs> okay. Imagine that. That's what I want you to picture. Yeah. Okay. Here, <laughs> uh, fact, uh, there was no prize involved. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on his return trip, uh, Bozak said that he was running into uh, a pa- a num- numerous patches of evening fog that were rolling off the fields and kind of caused him to take his driving pretty cautiously. So he's kind of driving a little bit slower than usual down these, uh, down the back you know, Wisconsin roads. And then um, a little more than a mile from his farm, he said that he saw something kind of in the fog that was lining the edges of the road and it appeared to be glowing. And a lot of reports, a lot of the reports I read about this, and I, if anyone driven in thick fog, you know, it's like, dude, if you flick your high beams on or something, it's, it becomes blinding in front of you. And a lot of... Uh, a lot of people are like, he couldn't see too far because the lights were too bright. And I'm like, no, the lights aren't too bright. The fog's too thick. So the th- fog reflects the lights back at you. So it's, I wanted to just get that. It's it's that foggy that he's not seeing the illuminated lights back at him, but he's seeing an object illuminated in the distance. And as he gets closer, that's getting brighter. It's not just the headlamps uh, consistently the whole time. Yeah, because they definitely there. didn't have fog lights in 75, right? No, they would have had high beams and shit. No, fog lights. Do anyone use fog? I've never even used fog lights. Oh, buddy, they're fucking godsend. I use fog lights just at bush parties to light Going down the, the fucking coke, you need them. The connector, uh-huh. oh, game changer. What's the difference between a fog light and a high beam? Good question. I have no idea, but they work a lot better. You don't want to use high, <laughs> dude, high beams? High beams and fog is a terrible Oh, it's idea. death. Well, high beams, a horrible death. Idea. So high beams angle up and fog lights are just low? They probably angle down. 
There you go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I wouldn't make We're just going to reason it out. Hey, another, another mystery solved uh, by the boys ATT. Case closed. All right. Case closed on the fog lights. Yeah. Check I, that one off. Uh, so as Bozak neared this brilliant object in his vehicle, he realized that the object was not actually glowing, but that it was actually reflecting the light from his headlights. And that gave it the appearance of actually glowing. So this thing was shiny or something. It was had a reflective service on it. Mm. And then as he neared it, so he slowed down to take a look at it. You know, probably reasoning that this is this is something. I mean, it's definitely something unusual. Could be another you vehicle. Think maybe could a be car something. or something. Yeah. In, like if, you, if depending how thick the fog is, you're coming up to it. You, I think it would be a natural thing to slow down to be like, oh, what? Is I mean, this it'd be a natural ditch? like, yeah, rubbernecky moment that you're just gonna you're like, gonna slow be going down. Slow in the fog, anyways. Right? Yeah. 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 Uh, so, you know, he's slowing down and he's taking a look, get, get a good look at what, what seems to be reflecting his lights in this fog. And he says that what he saw was some type of object that definitely wasn't a, you know, a 1970s pickup truck or a vehicle that you would see on the road. And that this craft or this object had, the first thing that he noted was that it had this curved front of transparent uh, material, which, you know, we'll refer to as glass just to be whatever, but it looked like it was just glass. And inside this glass, there appeared clearly to Bozak a figure that had its <clears throat> arms, seemed to have its arms raised above its head. Like in a, I surrender. <laughs> like a Han Solo deal. Yeah, that's what he said. He just had, it had its. It, it appeared to be humanoid in all you know shapes and proportion, and it just had its hands above its head. And so you know, as he kind of got to a closer look at it, he's, he's not quite sure what he's looking at. Um, it, this was it's this whole curved piece of glass seemed to be set in a larger craft that he said was about 10 feet in height, something in a rounded kind of, I think he said bell-shaped or saucer-shaped, classic saucer-shaped craft. And now behind this glass, this figure, he guessed that it was probably about eight or nine feet tall and definitely had, you know, humanoid proportions, two legs, two arms, you know. Yeah, no, bipedal. No, bipedal. Uh, didn't have any double-jointed legs or, you know, funky-looking arms or caterpillar toes or anything that we can, little, that we can little, identify. A little disappointing, but that's okay. Of course, of course, well, he couldn't see the bottom of the body, actually. I think he only saw the top half is what he said. So it could have had caterpillar toes. We're not sure. And then... <laughs> um, and this... This... Thing that he saw, he probably the the feature that stuck with him the most was probably the face because the face was definitely not human. Definitely and this face not would human give would give birth to a number of artistic renditions, which you'll see just about everywhere on the internet. And there's some pretty yeah. good ones. I think Braden said he pulled up a really really great one. <laughs> well, the f the first one I'll show is is this um, artistic rendition. Why isn't it loading up here? Do you draw it yourself? No, no, no way. Too bad. No way. Freeze. So is this one surrender? So this kind of what do you? One of the artistic renditions that's mostly featured. You mostly see, but uh, as I zoom this in, you see it's like it's got some like Joey ears, some wide, wide eyed. No, it's wide eyed. That's what he said. He said this thing looked. You know what that looks exactly like? You know what that looks like? What? That looks like the fucking alien from Mac and Me. It does. It looks exactly like the alien from Mac and Me. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, yeah, come not on. Not quite, no. Yes, uh, it does. 
Except no, for like the, except for like the fucking scrotum cheeks or whatever the fucking. All right, well, had. let's fucking put it up to the judges here. Look at that. Look at it wasn't drinking cat. Coke. It wasn't the drinking ears, Coke. So the ears I had to pull it up. The I had whole pull, thing. I had to pull it up. It looks just like that. Give me. Yeah, it's in the group chat. It looks just <laughs> like him. No, it, it, a little bit. No, hold on, hold on. Hold with on. the ears Let's out look. vertical, like Boys. sideways, like that, horizontal. <laughs> That's fucking Mac, Mac and me. Coke and McDonald's, like best piece of gorilla marketing ever. You know but this guy looks that whatever is in the headlights, like in the like the freeze position, it's a little looked a little jack too. Got some muscle behind him. So well, he, he said he kind of just he kind of described it as like um, you know there was hair coming off the back and the the body. He said there was hair on it, but. There was hair like on the chest and stuff, but it also kind of looked like it maybe was wearing some sort of skin tight like brown suit. Right. Um, he said a little. He said it like like a diver suit, so kind of like a wetsuit or something. So like obviously open chested because it was. He described chest and body hair. Yeah, like I, like I had uniform hair kind of running down in a nice luscious V from you know. Probably (laughs) (laughs) running from neck down to probably what is a very, a very, uh, uh, a verdant ball fro, I'm assuming. Um, and, uh, the other rendition. So the first rendition you saw William Mac, you know, was, was like, he's like, yeah, that kind of, that's kind of what it looked like. This other rendition, which is my personal favorite rendition, uh, was, was, done by an artist who just read the story and did this drawing and it also circulates and to me honest it's far superior oh yeah <laughs> that's what I'm talking well, about like, have we discussed uh, what he said it looked like I mean so like yeah the, he like described we said, it as the, looking like a cow yeah something like that like it, he said that he described he the creature having these long tufts of hair that were sticking straight out from both sides of his head and the ears appear to be about 3 inches long and stick out away from the from the face and that's what he compared to the, the ears being the shape of a calf <laughs> like a, a cow a cow cow, cow yeah, or a, a goat, goat. He's, a he goat said or he described it like a calf or a, a cow right. we're talking like cowboys and moo messa here <laughs> like <laughs> god damn right? that show was great the fucking unreal show. Uh, That's exactly the arcade what I, like, game was good too. Yeah. <laughs> fucking wicked show. But like it's uh, like definitely some like Doctor or Island or Doctor Moreau cow looking man mm-hmm. thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very That's, much yeah, so. I, I agree with again, that. Again, one of the things he describes is the large eyes, and he said this thing like looked like these bulging eyes. It, he said it was like they're dark. Like Mac and me. And he was he he said that like he th- kind of thought it was scared of him. Like it was like, like, Oh, Oh, ah, whoa. Like the, that, that was the look in his face. Well, it's, it's like, it's some thick ass fog. He probably didn't see him coming either. It was surprised <laughs> and looked fearful to see him. Right. I just want to rewind a little bit. So there's a, it's a, a craft with a 10 foot capsule or is it just 10 feet like a craft and the capsule together? I couldn't, I, it didn't, it was hard to decide. It, it, like See, so like, how I how like, I kind of picture this thing, and I'll say this, it because it, it doesn't really describe like a craft attached, but it does kind of it it makes it seem like by the readings that I did was that this thing is encased almost like that's what I kind of thought that its arms were up and maybe they were up because they were stuck in that position because whatever case this thing is is 
just sitting there. So it's 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 larger in the fact that it goes back further, but this thing is like front and center, arms up, like surprised. But I think what Sal's asking, like, is that was the the capsule the entire ship? Which that's not how I read it. That it's a ten foot ship, but the capsule is just a small part of the ship. Right. There's like this. Yeah. There's like this. I guess you kind of like it's like a. Uh, like a blister, like a like a glass blister, like you would. Like I, a dome. Know, I assume, like like oh, a okay. dome or like on a yeah. like you would see on like a, a, a bomber, submarine or like a shit. like a World War II bomber or something. Like yeah. there's like a glass, there's a glass blister that this this okay, yeah, creature yeah. is like sense. set. <laughs> in. Hey, listen, it's it's obvious why his hands are up. They're fucking cruising light speed through the fog. They see this fucking guy coming last minute, so they got to hit the brakes. But he smeared himself up on the fucking windshield. Blaster. Shitty scared. Yeah, <laughs> they so, can, they can travel the vast distances between stars, but they haven't mastered seatbelt technology no. yet. Hey, they've never seen headlights before. Yeah, yeah. they've never had to stop. They've yeah, never had go. to stop short. Yeah. <laughs> so it's so he estimates this creature, this cow goat looking man creature, would be eight or it's, nine feet tall. Yeah, it's not short. Like it's he's like saying it's like eight or nine feet. This is a pretty tall fucker. Like, like we're talking we're talking Bigfoot size, but it yeah. doesn't. Yeah. From the Easily. description, it doesn't look. He's not claiming it looks like an ape, like a Bigfoot. No, uh, I mean, he didn't He didn't describe like, I guess like- It's more the, of a big know. hoof. He definitely doesn't re- remark on the, uh, like, it didn't stand out to him like the body shape being like that of a Bigfoot, like a huge, like a huge ape-like creature that you would expect, like the musculature, like the huge musculature of an ape person thing. Uh, it just seemed pretty much like a, just proportioned out as a human, an eight foot, nine foot human, except with this crazy looking face that seemed to be uh, yeah, reminiscent of not some human. type of bovine. You know, <laughs> did it have horns? Okay. Go with. Oh. Did, did it have up? horns? Did, did they describe it with horns at all? No. That's just, just a weird just hair. It's a receding hairline. <laughs> yeah, he's about 35 years you can, old. You're telling me they're intergalactic travel, but they haven't cured baldness yet? What the fuck, man? <laughs> Shame okay, listen, I got, I got something here thinking. Okay, so what happens if, okay, so he, they run into this human, right? We know what he does for work. He's a dairy farmer, right? Sure. Yeah. Yep. So what, like, I don't know how well your guys' Harry Potter knowledge is, but what happens if it's like a reverse boggart where it's like, okay, we've scared the shit out of this thing. What is it comfortable with? And it does a quick scan of his brain. It's like, this guy sees fucking cows all the time. He's used to cows. Maybe that's the last thing he saw in his head. So like, he'll be comfortable if he sees a cow. So it's maybe, it's like a camouflage or something like that. And it changes its face to look like a fucking cow in hopes that it doesn't startle this fucking human. Like some sort of shapeshifter. Because it doesn't yeah. sit there like, <laughs> yeah, it's, like it's all like, good. Like, I'm a cow. I'm a cow. Just doesn't, about, do, like, doesn't do quite a perfect job. No, but it, like, right? it's not perfect technology. But I mean, you're talking about like contact, like with Jodie Foster, <laughs> like the aliens. Yeah, they take the I've form never of the fucking grandpa. Seen that movie. Except oh, okay. in this in, in this, in this storyline, they take the form of a half man cow. To, well, it's because it's to lack, suit like, the farmer. This guy probably sees cows more than he sees his own family, so they scan yeah. his brain really quick. And it's like that's probably one of the, the most prominent thing in his fucking brain is his, you know, his cows and shit. So we're, yeah, but we're gonna make a person not just like a talk, yeah. talking cow. <laughs> I might be. You know what? You know what'll soothe. We don't know if it is a person, though. How do we (laughs) not know? Like, we don't know if these are bipedal creatures to begin with, and then they just took form of a cow face. Like it didn't know what to do with its hands. It's like, what do I do with these? (laughs) Yeah, it's like it's okay. Like this is a form of like non-hostility. I'm sorry. (laughs) Like we're fucking, which it is. Freeze. Put your fucking hands up. 
Hey, whoa, right? whoa, whoa, whoa! What are you doing with those hands? Yeah, he probably would have. He probably, if you would have heard him from behind the glass, he probably would have been like, "Ba weep, grana weep, ninny bong," and then offered him an energon treat. Like that's probably what what happened. That's how it would have <laughs> went down. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, I, I like it. I mean, why not? That's the universal green. Ba weep, ninny bong. That's the universal green. Doesn't everybody know that? I, I do now. What the fuck? <laughs> I would not that would not be the greeting I used. <laughs> uh, so, so Bozak he he sees this thing, you know, he, he comes to a slow, these things lock eyes. It, it by all accounts, this thing looks just as scared of him as now Bozak's feeling. He's you know, he's feeling terrified. So he just does whatever whatever any other red-blooded American would do, and he just fucking pins it out of there. He's like, I'm fucked that. I'm out of here. <laughs> nope. I'm out of here. Yeah, Grace. Yeah. That's the perfect response in this situation. Yeah. He uh, just floors it, and he's racing out of there in the fog. And the weird thing is, is he says that as he's driving, he gets, like, uh, the power in his car starts to kind of dim and, and start to go out. Right, and then he, I feel like we've mentioned that every time we do a case like this. Well, see, the, the, the interesting thing for me is that he sees this thing, leaves, and as he's leaving... Anytime they're in a vehicle, when they have an encounter, their power goes out of their vehicle. Yeah. Dude, yeah, that's a common theme. Yeah. yeah. But so he power, everything goes out, and he he's frantically trying to get the car started again. And then seemingly... Uh, did his car stop, or did it just like the, the lights, the interior lights just like... I, Damn. See, Our so I, what I think is, I think the car stopped, but the car didn't stop rolling. But like the everything turned off the motor because he like it, one of the readings I did it described him turning the turning the key to try to get it backfired up. So maybe he just had it par, popped it into in neutral and was just coasting, right, trying to fire it up. So he's driving. He sees this thing. Upon realizing what it is, he tries to accelerate. The car goes dead. But doesn't he describe like a weird sound? Like, he, like he does, like branches, like brushing against his car. Yes. So he he describes as like as he's leaving, but like he hears this this strange sound that he compared to branches brushing against his car. So like tree branches, I'm assuming, I'm assuming with leaves or something, or just like something like kind of scraping along or whooshing along the side of his uh, side of his vehicle. But now, so, what, what would make that sound? Like what? Like what are we? Like, he's it, in the ditch because he can't see in the fog. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually in the forest right now. It could be. It could have been a couple things. I mean, if you if if you think about it, it could have been uh, maybe the craft again. Like because so so the craft is gone because it it when he gets back to. Um, when he gets back to his home, he's able to see the area like where it occurred, where he had seen that craft. And he tried to get a, a look at that area from where he was and he couldn't really see anything. So this craft is gone. And now, so the sound could have been something like maybe that's the translation method or of the craft. Like that it was something that either like, you know, we could say it, it you know, manipulated electromagnetic uh, portal, opened up the portal and that's the sound that the air makes when it pulls in or like if it teleports or something. Something like that's the sound yeah. of the air, like whooshing in to take. You know, if you teleport, you take everything with you. So it's like, whoo, like it could but have been that. um, oh, that would make sense. So that's all the air rushing into that void. Like it's yeah. just this 
Or it could have been like mm, it, okay. it could have been just the electricity, like an electrical or plasma discharge or something. Like it just like and it just EMP. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because I thought that too. I thought that, you know, even though he saw later that he's okay, well, if whatever that was was gone. I think that we have ev- the evidence of this thing leaving it. And I again I think this is we hear in a lot of you know, alien UFO abduction cases, UFO cases of people in their cars losing the power. And I have always thought of, I wonder if this is something to do with these crafts just functioning. Like how, whatever they, however they fly or distort time and space, however their drives work that we have no, we don't even understand when they're activated that if you're in that range, like it's like, yeah, it just pulls you, like you're, everything just Maybe that's how it, like maybe it has to pull all the energy from surrounding fucking stuff to power itself enough to Maybe, travel. but that's what I was kind of thinking is that this thing traveled and that the evidence is him driving be like, I'm losing power, oh God. And then it just comes back on <laughs> is that it's traveling and then everything comes back on as it's gone. Like it's long gone and now everything's back to normal. Solenoid, not fried. Well, if it sucked the energy from the battery, I mean, you can't charge a battery without a car running. I just think it, I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to pretend to begin to understand how the alien drive works. That's true. But I'm, I just think that it just, it, just blocks any kind of connection or something. Like you're, you're just, it's just nothing disrupts works. the electrical signal. Or yeah. Something. Just for while it's in operation, right? While it's making whatever field, electromagnetic field it uses for travel or, or whatever, whatever that drive they have on that shift when it charges up to go light speed or, you know, do these impressive maneuvers, it disrupts all this. And I think that's the evidence we have is that. Well, I mean, we talked about it before. If it's some type of, if it's some type of gravity manipulation, I think we talked about it before. Like uh, I talked about like zones of thought or whatever, where you have like, you know, there could be specific gravitational, like if there's a change in gravity, like that changes everything and how everything works within that, that, zone so if it were to like warp grad like if it were to warp gravity or time space which you know connected and then um uh, like the circuits like it would take longer for the electricity to get to like where it oh. needs to go so it would probably disrupt that i whether it like it would have to be a pretty big one though because it's like i mean it would still travel pretty fast it's still light but <laughs> it could be something like that it could be just like it was a momentary warping of gravity and it disrupted the electrical circuits could have been something like that yeah. But, I like that. So uh, the very next morning after he had this encounter, Bozak returned to the area, like the exact spot where he had seen uh, this craft. But yeah, he couldn't find anything. There was no evidence that this craft had even landed there. He didn't see any, uh, you know, imprints in the side of the road. Uh, there know, was burnt, some scorch marks or anything. One of the I articles remember, I, yeah. I read that I loved, it said when he got home, he just went right to bed. He's like, I'm not telling, like, he's got a wife and kids. He's like, I'm not telling anyone. He's like, he's just like, too, he's like, nope, straight to <laughs> bed to for bed. me. He's like, I gotta be know, up with the cows, man. Like, maybe I that's what it is. For this. He's lack of sleep. He's like, did he I'm eat? Seeing, did he have some bad convenience store food by any chance? <laughs> did he drink some sour milk at the convention there? Yeah, that weird co op. He's going meeting. to bed. He's going to bed because cakes are on the griddle, boys. He's <laughs> yeah. getting ready to go. He's got to hey, be up, we're, up at 3 30. Got work to be done. Yeah. Yeah, but he uh, he got home and he's like he didn't believe what he's seen. No, like he's like that didn't just happen. No, he's like <laughs> nope. Mm-mm. I don't know from the from the original Apro article. I didn't see that there was anything that he found. I, one of the ones that I I read said there was some left like some scorch marks. I'll try and find it. Huh. So like a little like a burnt patch maybe. Yeah. But then so this but scorch marks don't really make 
sense for most UFO crafts because there's not usually like a there's, there's no combustion. Yeah. yeah, he probably would like yeah if it were a scorch mark like if we we're using like a combustion engine or some type of uh, you know propulsion method that expels heat or something enough to cause a scorch mark like he would have saw it probably from his home like he would have saw it you know he's less than yeah. a mile from home unless like it absorbs energy if it absorbs the energy from the grass trees and shrubs kind of like a, like a spirit bomb style it just kills them they just leave a dead spot <laughs> oh, that's, a like ter- that. that's a terrible method <laughs> but it only affects it's so efficient it runs off like t- nine blades of gl- grass is what yeah, it's it, only, it's, it doesn't need yeah. much super efficient so yeah, like he he would keep this encounter pretty much uh, a close held secret for almost a month. Like he didn't well, really mention it or talk about it at all. And he's he's like, it's one of those things where it's nagging at him. He's like, he doesn't want to believe that this happened to him. And he's going back there and he just can't like get this off his mind. And it's affecting him so much that he, he doesn't tell anyone. He just keeps to himself that his like kids, wife and kids start being like, What's going on with you? What's wrong? Seems like, something's obviously up with you. And uh, yeah, he's, he's fucking like, wake up in the middle of the night screaming, the <laughs> cowman's coming to get me. <laughs> the cowman! <laughs> Big hoof. Not the cowman! It's a, uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's definitely- Keep your he, milk! <laughs> it, it did keep him up for like a couple of nights because he was saying that he was he was unable to really go out for for a few nights following his encounter. Like he was, he was, he was afraid. Scared. Yeah, he yeah. was afraid to go out. Um, it affected him that deeply, at least. And uh, you know, while he, you know he tried to reconcile with this what he had seen, you know, probably trying to convince himself because he even says like uh, he states in a number of articles that he was pretty skeptical of the UFO phenomenon. Cause at this point it's, it's, you know, 1970s, it's already UFO is already part of Dude, Americana. Like it's already, it's already pretty much ingrained in, in popular culture. So he, he seems like, no by, he seems like a, by all accounts, like people in the community, he's just like a blue collar, no nonsense, no bullshit kind of guy. Solid right. years. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so it's like, this is like, this is like, he'd be like, Oh, that's, that's space. Hoo ha. Not for me. <laughs> Gold. Dang it. What is oh, man, Can I, can I see that uh, picture? The hand drawn one again. Yeah, this one. Mm. You want to know what that is? I'll tell you right now what that is. That's fucking Aaron Rodgers. He just never <laughs> left. <laughs> Looks just like him. That's him. That's Aaron Rodgers' mid ayahuasca trip. Yeah, and he never left. <laughs> I mean, well, he's kind of like he's he, he's constricted. I'd imagine ayahuasca would make you a little dilated. <laughs> was this it's artist rendition? Maybe he was so shook yeah. at the sight of it, he didn't get a good look at the eyes. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so yeah, for like a couple of weeks, it was, it was pretty preoccupied trying to trying to you know reason out what he had actually seen. And then when he kind of came to the conclusion that he had saw something unique or he had seen something just completely out of this world, um, he said that he felt kind of regretful that he hadn't tried you know put forth a better effort to communicate with this creature um, yeah I felt like I I was reading something that said that he saw how startled it was and he was concerned like he wishes he would have tried to reach out to talk to it and try and calm it down yeah he he like he thought the fear was mutual this thing was just as scared and, and he was like I should have conveyed a better message well I've heard that Mr. Balsack here is a bit of a beast master Right, like he he's got his own dairy farm. He can probably talk to him. Let's be honest. Yeah. A little bit of a do little be ma- beast master. So he should have yeah. reached out. <laughs> I mean, it looks like Whoa. a bovine, so he had a leg up. 
Holy fuck, you want to know what it is? I do. It's, I fucking cracked it already. This is fucking Planet of the Cows, advanced time travelers coming back to tell us got to stop milking fucking cows. We're sick of it. <laughs> oh, no wonder. No wonder. And they're in horror because they see what we do to cows. They're like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like this is coming back. Cow milk is for baby cows. <laughs> he's milking this guy's great, great, you know, mother, grandmother, whatever. Coming back from yeah. the future. These, this is an advanced race of cow people. Yeah, he's been like watching the cow for a while. people have taken over. He just watched them shoulder up to his shoulder and his mom's ass, just oh. churning her guts. He's like, <laughs> what the fuck? Is that return they to do the planet? That. They that do return? that. Return of the planet of the hoof people. Is that, well, I don't know which planet of the apes movie where they come back in time. Like that's like the third or fourth oh, planet know, of the apes movie. <laughs> it's like return to the planet of the apes. They come back in time to human times. You damn dirty cows. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much the main story, but there is a bunch of wild theories that we got to go through. But before we get there, we're going to grab a beer, take a short break, and we'll be. What right is the time? We already, it's over. We solved it. It's future cow people. It's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, or Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> You're blowing your theory loads too early. Sorry, I'm too excited. <laughs> All right, so we went, that's pretty much the whole event. He never went on to do the radio circus he never would the nope. tv spots he never wrote a book it was kind of like an obscure case and it kind of was like lost yeah. to history i mean yeah he's like he he said he like listen this is what happened he's like i was skeptical too i just needed to tell people he goes you know if people don't believe me frankly i don't give a, i don't give a <laughs> shit i'll take a lie detector test to prove it i didn't make this up i don't care and that was it he operated the his dairy farm for 40 years, you know, everyone in the community liked him. He was a likable oh. guy. And there's a then there's, 22 years to the day. Yeah. To the even to the evening that he saw this thing. He passed away on the 22nd anniversary. Was he cursed? Oh, isn't that? A, isn't well, I that wouldn't a, say so though. Cause he had this encounter when he was 68. So a guy lived fucking what till he's in his nineties. Like that's pretty here, good. Here's my thought though. Here's, here's my thought on that. Cause at first, when I first heard that I was looking for like some remarkable, like, Oh, could this have some meaning? And what I think is, I think when this guy, this affected him, like by all accounts, he didn't sleep. He, he saw something that it changed him. It, it, so, he had an experience. Yep. So when every year, like he obviously wouldn't forget about this. So every year he probably think he'd probably be like, yeah, 15 years ago, I saw that thing. And then on this, I bet like, I bet he gets his heart racing and I bet he gets, feels that fear again of seeing this thing. And I bet he had a jammer. Yeah, PTSD <laughs> from the excitement of reminiscing, like remembering. <laughs> That's what I was kind of thinking, right? Of just the stress <laughs> of like this PTSD moment. I mean, the chances I mean, of a 90-year-old dying from a heart attack? Yeah, sure. Right? Take That's it. what I see. And then he's like, <laughs> he starts to panic and thinking about this thing again. And, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, but he did say that, you know, after, you know, a couple of weeks after the thing, he was saying that he felt more regret than he did fearful of the event. Like, he felt like he, maybe he could have helped the creature or something. He this felt didn't more, seem like a scared man, to be honest yeah. with you. He felt more magnanimous towards the creature. Like, he was like, maybe I could have helped it or maybe it was in trouble. Well, was, I think he made the right choice like, because, okay, you see that, you see the creature. He looks, say he looks scared. His hands are up. 
That's human nature. You don't know what fucking type of nature this creature has. Maybe Absolutely. that's like, maybe that's the aggression. Like he's going to yeah. he's gonna you kill you. You stop and engage with this thing. And next thing you know, you're being fucking milked. <laughs> right? Like fucked up. Yeah. So I think you made the right choice of, I mean, what are you going to stop? Oh, no. uh, go knock on the glass, try and open it. Like, <laughs> I think no, you I, made the right choice. I, I kind of, <laughs> I kind of had a, a, a different what do you, thought. How do you help this thing though? Like bang on the glass. Attention, exactly. cow man, do you need assistance? <laughs> like, what well, the fuck? I, I think it's a good reason he get out, to, got out too. Now, my kind of thought process was, was that, um, you know, and now to go, I'll, I'll even add on to my idea with what Andrew said about this thing shape-shifting a little bit. But I kind of got down this weird rabbit hole of thinking today of like, there's probably jobs in space. With alien races and stuff like sure. well, they need, need an economy, right? There's there's probably roles and shit some of do, you know, and one Jedi's of those roles could be space uh, rangers, like Glorsop the bounty hunter, right? On space TLC, and when you see this, like when he sees this thing, he says it looks fearful. It looks like it, it it's Smoking scared. Space ice. My it, six thousand Gorton life or something. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> space TLC. <laughs> It's it's got its uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Is it Parsec oh. sisters? Okay, so you're saying that this cow is a prisoner? Yes. So what I think okay, is now, okay. Sorry, because I, I. So let, let me finish, and then you can add on to my theory. Let me finish my theory. So whatever this is has been trapped. Like something's coming to get it. So it's trapped in this encasement, and it's pinned with its hands. I don't think its hands up were like oh freeze. I think this is where it's trapped, and it's, it's weird because it's like it's like oh. Like I'm, they're coming from, but it can't communicate with this farmer. So maybe in some panic, it's trying to shapeshift, but its restraints are uh, are stopping that from happening. And when he speeds off, the disruptive field that he gets is whatever is coming to pick this thing up. Is a ship coming in, picking this thing up, and taking off? Yeah, I want to add. To well, that. I got. I got a little yeah, bit different. We got, we got a little bit different. Okay, go for it. Because the way I look at it, you said this is a prisoner. Yeah. And when I think about it, okay, so you have this race of whatever advanced cow people, okay? <laughs> sure. Yep. Okay, yeah. now listen. Where would be the worst planet to send a fucking cow person? Look how we treat our cows. This would be fucking hell on earth for a cow person. Yeah, but in mm. India, it would be maybe that's why they Well, maybe in it. India, but maybe yeah. they picked it Wisconsin, the fucking big cheese, pal. Yeah. Place is full of cheese heads. This thing's <laughs> gonna get fucking melt and slaughtered. Like that's this would be hell for this cow person. So, but why is it trapped in the in the shell then? In the crack? Because well, the shell opens up. Oh, so it's freshly releases. it's freshly dropped off. Is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is where it's it's sending it. It's exiling it to Earth, where it's gonna be melt for the rest of. <laughs> so its he's an intergalactic future. criminal. He's been we sent sentence to you yeah. to ten parts oh. or ten glortons in West. They changed, no, maybe they changed whatever this thing is into a cow. So it's like, he's in the process of like turning and he's like, Anamorph oh! anamorphine into a cow. Right. And he's like, oh no. Oh, that'd be a horrible animorph book. Right. <laughs> totally, man. What? Well, possibly. Yeah. But I want to go back to now Braden's theory of it's, so it's say this thing has been captured. It's loose on the planet mm -hmm. and there's like a bounty hunter. So this is like an automate, automated craft that like tracked this thing down and- Yeah, and just is like, boop, grabbed him. Or maybe it's like, a, maybe, maybe Zell, maybe, just maybe, it's a sophisticated box with a stick and a rope. 
<laughs> put a treat right. in there. Right. What does he eat? I don't know. Cud. I'm just saying it's advanced. <laughs> it's a half chewed ball of cud. cud. Yeah. yeah. Spit up twice. Only been through two stomachs. So, I mean, there's at least one, I guess you could say, maybe there's a precedent for this kind of case because like uh, there, there's a book uh, titled Monsters of Wisconsin, Mysterious Creatures of the Badger State by Linda S. Godfrey uh, that had like a farmer report, kind of a one-off of the uh, encountering what seemed to be a Bigfoot, like a hairy hominid uh, in 1950 on a dairy farm in the town of Cashton. Like he said that he was going out there in the morning, uh, you know, just to, to, to do dairy farming and this thing stood up in like within the herd of cows and he saw this eight to nine foot creature and then um uh, his encounter was a little bit more violent so it could, i don't know it might be this maybe that's why it's kid they came after it like this he said they had his dog with him and actually the dog went and attacked this creature and the creature just swatted it like swatted it away and um and before the the, the dairy farmer could like engage with this creature like it took off like it kind of just walked off, uh, you know, mm. off into the nearby woods. But, uh, you know, so it's like it, it, some some interaction that, you know, if, if you go with the theory that some people have put forth that Bigfoot is perhaps not exactly from Earth, it's not native to Earth, um, that it's some type of, you know, it could be one creature, could be a number of creatures that just live, happen to live here. Could be a whole population of them that are hiding here on Earth. Like, well, that's why they're so good at hiding. Like, <clears throat> I don't know. Like, well, you know, and, and see, it's funny because I like, I don't mind that theory at all because one of the, one of the, you know, if you read comment sections of people talking about, they're like, well, this, the description doesn't look like Bigfoot. Well, you know what I have to say to that motherfucker? There's ugly humans that I wouldn't describe as human looking <laughs> it's just too. An ugly Bigfoot. <laughs> it's an right? ugly, it's the, it's the, yeah, he's the, he's the, <laughs> He's the runt right? of the group. Like, yeah, maybe, he's, like, he, he's, the, he's the, the other Bigfoot's looking at him. And they're like, Ugh. <laughs> he's been exiled from the Bigfoot community. Yeah, yeah, he's like, the he's the runt well, of the yeah. litter, and it's maybe like Bigfoot got a little crazy with a cow one day. <laughs> it's a hybrid, yeah, right? We don't know if they can no, cross they, they picked off they picked off like the weak of the group because you think you could put like a, a giant Bigfoot in one of these tiny little like UFOs? No, like, dude would fucking wreck well, the a big shit dude, out though. of that. He, he wrecked that stuff. He described it as. Taller than a tall man. Yeah, he's tall, but he's not like ripped. He's not tall yeah. and ripped like it's a, a fucking yoked, like a, yeah, fucking, it's a fucking adult Bigfoot. Hey, just like humans, just like we said, it's ugly an humans. It's adolescent yeah. Bigfoot, cow man. <laughs> adolescent cow Bigfoot. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying like, what? why not, right? Why Why can't you have a wide variety of like, you know, look, think about dogs, how many dogs breeds we have, Absolutely. right? And it's but like- Why does it have to be a Bigfoot is what I don't understand. Like, why can't this just be another- Cryptid, and I, I, when you think about like th when you think about that theory, that possibly maybe you know they well, could be goat Bigfoot, man. Could be they ex exiled Bigfoot to Earth, right? Um, so maybe this is another like cryptid that they brought to Earth to get rid like of it. I have no planet. issue with that. Yeah. The thing is, I'm just addressing the the. I, I think that would be logical because in the and in the grand scheme of the universe, there's probably way more uh, types of species and limiting to the you know the handful of cryptids that we know about and we we talk about where it's like it would make sense. But I'm just addressing the fact that some people say like perhaps this is Bigfoot, and I would agree to your point. I would say the likelihood well, of that is smaller. Yeah. To I would say the chances are it's it's a different species that maybe well another is cryptid that fits the bill is Goatman. Like it yeah. could be because when Bozak when Bozak made his description, you know, to to the local newspapers, like he said he couldn't see below the waist. Like he could see the creature like up from like from oh, waist up. Right. And so he could have had the back, you know, the 
whatever the I forget what Sater. it's called. What's the term? Sater. What's the term for like the the foot that goes like whatever? I, there's oh, a term for it. Like I can't reverse. Knee. I know, but he's got yeah. satyr legs, right? Yeah, yeah, maybe he's got goat man legs. Like, like fucking Dan Atides here. We've never seen Dan's legs. That's true. Yeah, Dan's probably a satyr. No, that, run yeah, same. Well, then, and Dan mentioned the other case where where this creature attacked a dog. One of the like one of the myths of Goatman is that like it kills and eats dogs. So, Fuck you, go man. Is it? That's you one. That's one of the bitch. myths. If you go through that's it, one of the myths up. from like Maryland, Maryland <laughs> or something is like it was a scientist that was performing right, and then yeah, it, yeah. it turned into a goat man. And for whatever reason, it like hunts and eats hates, dogs. Hunts and eats dogs. Oh, that's fucked. What a piece of shit. God damn it. And like the fuck you, goat. Well, I'm glad he's gone. Yeah. Like the original, <laughs> like the original myth of goat man is like there was a bunch of <laughs> dogs that went missing. And then someone seen where's the where's the phone number for the intergalactic bounty hunters? I'll call. <laughs> Come get yes. your fucking goat man. So you fucking I'll watch dags. I would too. <laughs> uh, yeah, the the Bigfoot one to me, it just I I get why people say that because of the height and stuff, but like everything else just does not add up with a with a Bigfoot. So, so I mean. Right, I, I agree with that. So, what are the chances? What are the chances that just uh, you know, Bolsack, Bosack on the way home, Bolsack, you know, Bolsack. he went to this co-op meeting. What if this co-op right. meeting? You know, got a little rowdy. He he's coming back. You know, a little bit, a little twisted. Yeah, a little bit. I'm drinking a special saw milk. Something, saw something a little bit strange. Like I don't like, but I, the, the, even then, really it's like he strange. saw something. Like yeah, you you'd have to be so fucking wrecked. What is, it's a fever dream, man? Driving. Fever dream. He's already got cows on the brain. The guy deals with cows all the time. They're the most predominant thing in his life, other than his family. Of course, he's gonna see a fucking scary. Yeah, but he wasn't thing. sick. He's like you know. How do we know? We even know. if you're, he's friend. a fucking farmer. He's not gonna tell you he's sick. <laughs> right? He's not gonna admit it. He got work to do. Yeah. Uh, I, well, how sick could he be? He worked for another 40 years. Boy, this guy's yeah. obviously got mad cow disease. Yeah. <laughs> obviously. Yes. He's <laughs> got cow on the brain. He's got, well, he's definitely got cows on the brain. So, I mean. There you go. <laughs> it's, um, I don't know. It's, it's a really tough one for me because I'm like, I believe he saw something. It's hard to, it's just hard for him to have that lasting of an impact for something of like, well, um, you know, it says 10.30 p.m. That's pretty late for a dairy farmer, you know? Maybe he was, like, nodding off at the wheel or something. Like, 10.30. I mean, dude's got to be up. What? That's like, true. Like you said, 3.30. Yeah, he's got to be up 30, like, 4 o'clock. Yeah. He's like, fuck, I got to go to this stupid co-op meeting. Like, I got to go to fucking do this. And he's fucking just zoning out. Starts driving home. Starts nodding off. You know, starts having some fantasies about cows. Because, I mean, who doesn't? I mean, sure. I mean. Fantasies about cows. <laughs> uh, you know, oh, and messy. it's just like, yeah, maybe he just saw he started, something. some fantasies about cars, and then he sees his human cow child hybrid. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. Is that what you're alluding to? My son, <laughs> <laughs> my perfect son, my son that should have been. <laughs> yeah, the boy <laughs> got a little too friendly with the cows. Uh, yeah. I mean, you do that every Feeling time. You guilty milk for them. it every time. Yeah. You milk them. I'm like, I mean, how can, you, how can you say you're a dairy Ew. farmer and you don't get too friendly with cows? That's so like, gross. <laughs> I never gross. thought of it like that. You're always getting too friendly with cows. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. It's so true. Yeah, it's true. And now, I mean, not too many people are pulling udders at this point. Like, you got machines. And you shit, still, still got to hook them up. You still got to hook them up. Like, yeah. still got to get in there. No, but this That's is 1975. So You're fucking stroking oh, that thing oh, yeah. by he hand, was, man. 
doing it the hard way. Oh yeah. no, I think they still. I think they had. They uh, had mechanics back then. No, mechanic. Mr. Ballsack, he prefers okay. to do it by yeah. hand. He had a few of his favorite cows that he never yeah. used. To yeah. <laughs> These ones are only, only for me. Yeah. Only These for ones Will. only produce only the milk. Oh, no, must be the cows. We took, we took a hard turn ones. here. <laughs> These ones get the special Billy. Yeah, mm-hmm. this you know. Interspecies erotica here, real quick. <laughs> I mean, isn't that what all alien encounters are? Like, that's what we a all want bit, them to yeah, be. A little bit, you know? yeah. That's what we all isn't hope them to be. There's always a lot of touching and prodding. It's every. <laughs> we always hope every encounter isn't a Villa Boas encounter. <laughs> yeah, that's. The, I mean, that's the gold standard for alien encounters. Let's be. Let's let's be real here. Yeah, I mean, you really hope that it's not. And a, a, a Travis Walton fire in the sky deal. You know, he's hope it's, you know, boner jelly. You hope boner jelly is involved yeah, or, yeah. or a streamer triangular shaped <laughs> thing up your probe. robe. <laughs> triangular probe, a <laughs> sharp edged probe. Ugh. It's, I don't know. It's, it's the fantasies and stuff. I just, you think you would have more if that, if that was the case, if it's a fantasy or dream, I, I feel like you would, that would have been the case again. Oh, well, I, and like, I, I don't know. Again, like, again, his wife and daughter were concerned with how he was behaving after this, that they asked him and they forced it out of him. What if like, yeah, what if he was nodding off? And like when he, when he says he, that it darkened and like everything like went black, maybe that was him waking up. Like it was like, you know, he woke up. But his props on him for not crashing. The power, yeah. Oh, but he did hear the trees brushing the sides of the car. <laughs> yeah, maybe he was like pulling yeah. off onto the side of the road or something. And uh, but the car was off, right? Like at one point, the car dies. Like the 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 lights and stuff. So it's man, it's a it's a hard one. It's one of those ones where you have to you have to look at it two ways. This guy's lying, but like if he's lying. I don't think he's lying. So well, then, he be- he believes what he, he's he saying. Dream- he yeah, believes what he's saying. Absolutely. So he believes Absolutely. it. So it's like it's like okay, well, he's wrong about what he believes because it was just a, a a vivid dream that he's never had again. It hasn't been reoccurring. It was just a one-off uh, time. Because I, I would say like people who you know fall asleep at the wheel and stuff are usually prone to that. They do that numerous times. It happens to them. Right. Man, what's uh, December? I, I've never I've never once. While driving, gotten sleepy. Knock on wood. Maybe but like, like we had a friend, our friend Zach. <clears throat> fuck, he nodded off all the fucking time at the wheel, all the time. A handful of times that guy was fell asleep in the ditch. What if? Uh, what if it? Uh, uh, go ahead, Andrew. I was just gonna say methane poisoning from cow farts. Oh, <laughs> all right. Causes getting too causes <laughs> hypoxia. Okay. You get a hypoxic brain injury, you're definitely going to be seeing cow people. Sure. Absolutely yeah. going to be seeing cow sure. people. I mean, what do they do at Dairy Farmer? What, okay, uh, hold on. What do no, they do at Dairy on, Farmer no. co-op meetings? They fucking huff cow farts. Like, cow here's, far- here's, I, guess. Well, I don't think you have a choice. Yeah, hold on. Part of the, hold it's on. part of the initiation. It's part of the trade, man. Yeah. There's no way it's you way can get road. that kind of dose from methane by just breathing it as it's diluted in the air. <laughs> I'm going to say this was a prank at the co-op. I bet he had a suction cup, one of those out. Oh, <laughs> right from the source. Yeah. That well, have you seen them? Have you ever seen them pull those fucking plugs out like a bowel obstruction? Oh, uh, oh. oh it's awful. Yeah, it's not, yeah, not I great. I, I watch those videos that. all the time. It's terrifying. Uh, <laughs> 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 watch them all the time. Yep. Seen yeah, some pretty day, bad I can't ones. get yeah. enough. Can. I hate it. It's disgusting. 
Damn. Um, you know, now thinking about it, like, so it is December. What if, what if just what he saw was somebody like trying to flag him down, like to their car? <laughs> like he was wearing a, well, he's wearing a coat. Like he's wearing a coat with the big, like a fur lined, like maybe he had a fur lined oh, okay. thing. Like he had a fur lined hood he was wearing and was trying to flag he's, him down. And, and he's and, hot. So he's got the jacket open because he's like, fuck, I'm sweating here. And my car's, and he's like, oh, So stop. that coupled with the methane poisoning <laughs> yeah, on the way home, the car, he's, he misidentifies a person in <laughs> yeah, distress. And he just zipped off. Yeah. Like maybe it just like, like oh, you know, fuck. it could have been, I don't know. Cause that's what I thought. It's like, that was like the, oh, the hair in this stuff. Like maybe he would, yeah, maybe he was wearing like a fur line coat with like a, you know, fur hooded. I just, December in Wisconsin. It's just cold. fucking cold, man. Oh, like, fucking yeah. cold boys. Uh, we're I not, just, we're, they weren't, honestly, they weren't midway into climate change. Like we are now. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, I still like, even like looking at those, I go like, they don't seem, it doesn't seem like that's the case with this. Like, because I think you would go like, I don't know, maybe I saw someone. Like, maybe like if this guy's a skeptic, it was foggy. I feel it like was, that's I what I would know. lean to. I'm just saying for me personally, I drive on the side of the road even now and I saw what he'd say. Like, I would probably go like, it was probably, I'm a fucking idiot. It was probably a person. But then the that's fact true. That he did he turn around. Yeah, if it was broken down. Looks, yeah, he right? when he got back home and he looked and he didn't see anything. So, well, so like I maybe. said, this is one of those weird ones where you got to look the at it from pushing, all sides. The guy's like, pushing seventy. His eyes aren't probably working properly, <laughs> right? It's got some immaculate. Macula- yeah, he's got to find those udders by feel. Like he doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he knows where they are, boys. Yeah. He knows where they are. Yeah. It's all muscle memory now. Right. Right to it, right to the uh, teat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's yeah. a it's a strange case. I mean, the intergalactic bounty being Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Like we're all settled on that. There's, yeah, okay. there's a couple of really strong theories here we've come up with. He just stayed there and won a Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> I wish he'd fucking retire. God damn it. It, it, but you know what? Like, it let us because this is one of those ones where you have to come up with theories for the case for a case against. No conclusion. Just one man's account. So if you heard this and this sparked something in you that you might have an idea, let us know. Shoot us a message on our socials, Instagram, Facebook, wherever. Uh, you know, we post the the show trailers. Let us know what your thoughts and theories yeah. are in there. Inbox, uh, right with a bunch of videos of cows getting bowel obstructions removed. I've seen yeah. them all. No need. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's just one man's account, one man's tale. Really not like there's no conclusion. It's just this guy seen something. He never he never he never wrote a book. He never went on the radio shows. He never made a documentary. He never cashed in for the rest of his life yeah. off the story. And he and just, that is just sometimes like that. Just seen like, something weird. As much as you don't like, if even being a skeptic, you're you're just like part of it's like oh, it almost makes it almost a little bit more credible than other sightings because you're like he yeah. didn't really. He just said this is what I saw, I, and I went to the newspaper and I told them about it, and then that's it. And like, he didn't you know. see. He just like he didn't say like I seen a little green man in a spaceship. He's like I seen a half cow person. Yeah, <laughs> he's like it was fucking tall. weird. Yeah, and this was, was seventy four. This is seventy four. So it's like uh, was it seventy four? Um, you know, this is this is probably before we hit eighties, where like the Greys became the like the, the, the archetypal you know visitors. Like those became thing uh, really popular in the nineteen eighties. And it's where again, this is one of those things. It's like when did alien abduct? When did alien encounters shift from all of the the strange variation that we used to have to just greys. Like what happened there? It's, there's there's something there. There's something, you know, what happened? It's Where's all the other ETs? 
Where's the bovine you know. people? Yeah, where are the cow people at? I think that's an interesting thought to think about. <laughs> it's a cool case to look into. And if you if you yourself have seen a bovine person on the side of the road, <laughs> yeah. make sure to call us Bovinians. <laughs> yeah. If you or somebody you know has seen a bovine person, <laughs> call us at what's our cosmic channel's number? 1-833-703-0424. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. Who who do we got this week for theorite of the week? Um, this one is going out to Jasmine on Patreon. Uh, Jasmine joined our Patreon. She went the extra mile. She reached out and <laughs> yeah. said, "How? Yeah. How? Like, what else can I do to support the show?" We said, "Oh, that's, said, that's pretty good. Like, you don't have to worry about supporting the show." And she said, I really <laughs> want. That's that's pretty good, but you could do more. You could do better. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> You she, could always do more, Jasmine. Uh, but no, Jasmine asked, she's like, is there any other ways other than Patreon? Um, so just giving her the options, thinking that she maybe wanted to switch from Patreon, uh, we directed her to our PayPal, uh, you know, Supercast option. And Jasmine did what we thought was the unthinkable. She signed up on Supercast as well as Patreon and sent us a donation directly to the boys via PayPal. A triple threat. Um, triple threat. Triple threat. Um, unreal. Like it, it, it helps the show. It helps us keep the lights on. Um, you know, it, we love doing it and help it, me get out of the garage. Yeah. People. Hel- help Andrew get, get out of the bigger garage. garage. <laughs> At least buy him an AC for the garage. This guy's yeah. Yeah, over yeah, here. Yeah. You should see the a picture, fan. pictures of his chair after he records. I'll have a new one after this. So yeah. You can see it. If you want. He gets a new chair. I'm working week. on yeah. it. Yeah. It's it is right disgusting. Now. But you, Jasmine, thank you so much. Um, for, you know, spending some of your hard-earned money on the show. We do this show for free. So, you know, we rely on donations from fans uh, as a source of income. So thank you so much, Jasmine. It means the world to us that you like the show enough to donate some of your hard-earned money. Absolute legend. This week's Theorite of the Week. We appreciate it. And if you're not supporting the show, you know by now, you want to support your boys, support your favorite podcast, skip the ads, get access to all the bonus stuff, the Patreon Discord exclusive group and all the rest. Aliantheorist.com. Boom. We say it every week. And in turn, for supporting your boys, this episode is sponsored by you. This week's newest supporters <laughs> Mitchell. Now streaming on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Fully your pledge by Mitchell Van Osdel. Craig's. Steve French, some mighty fine kitty. Michael Daniels, pickled possum. <laughs> pickled possum is good. Phoenix House. It almost looked like someone was trying to punk me there, but that's what know. I thought too. <laughs> Grant Hodgkins, John Wantland, Shane L. Nasty, Mister Kyle. Van Dyne, a top to your pledge by Sh- Shane O, Josh Borch- Borchette, Thomas Wortman, and three beauties from Supercast. If you use Spotify as your main feed, Supercast is the option for you. Jasmine Harrison, the theory of the week, Jordan Bolin, and Shane Opelia. Thank you very much for supporting the show. 
I wonder if Shane O and Shane O'Pelia is the same person too. Is that double supporter? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. That's fucking Anyways, awesome if it is. Keep those eyes on the skies. See you in after hours. <laughs>